Tuesday and the come down yesterday wasn't great. Um, Oof! I've, I've never, I've never had the acid come down to be as harsh as the mushrooms one myself. But I guess it's bio, everyone's biology is a bit different. Yeah, everybody. and of course, not all not all batches of acid are created equal. <laughs> right, and I had allowed this one to kind of die down in potency a lot. But um, yeah, basically, I, I don't know. Yesterday was just a little tougher. I feel like it was. It, it's really hot in Philadelphia right now. It's um, like in the upper nine mid mid 90s with Jesus uh, with humidity yeah it's it's bouncing yeah, it's around than... between like 89 and 95 and then the humidity's pushing it sometimes over 100 that is worse than St. Louis by a good margin yeah for right now i mean St. Louis will probably overtake us soon because that's just how it does but yeah but it's still a hot streak like that is never fun yeah <laughs> summer and... sucks easily yeah. the worst season <laughs> i and like it including if the depression I didn't that comes have with winter to... If my uh, apartment wasn't so fucking, like, there's, there's like, no circulation. I need to get stuff because the bugs are trying to get in. Um, the the air conditioning units we have are old and need new filters. But, uh, you know, it's, it's trying to get a landlord to do anything, which is if you're not blessed with uh, a surprisingly attentive Bosnian man, uh, then you're screwed. <laughs> I mean, I don't think he's Bosnian. I think he's Middle Eastern, but yeah. Oh, is he? I yeah. could have sworn that. I thought I when His I met him. His name is Hussein, so. Well, Bosnian I mean, I don't know if Hussein. Okay, I didn't know if that was Bosnian. Okay, well, then there you go. He could I just be a Bosnian. Assume, Either way. Yeah. I mean, St. Louis guy. South St. Louis that, guy. Yeah, statistically, be. Bosnian is the most likely immigrant. Yeah, that is, I I, uh, I was born with some unnatural luck. Or not born. Uh, so I found unnatural uh, luck in my landlord, and that's definitely not something I'm complaining about. Yeah, when when we do the Maoist revolution, he won't get to keep his property, but he won't die. Yeah, we wanted to shoot him in the face. We'll be like, all right, now you uh, now you just have to lose all the stuff you own. Yeah, and they'll be like, okay, uh, I guess that's fine, buddy. Yeah, you still get to keep, you know, you get to live in your you house. You keep your life. Yeah, and you your family's to... life. <laughs> How are you well, doing? As you, oh, I'm uh, I'm doing I'm doing. Eh, I mean, I've been better, but that's okay. Yeah. Uh, it's some day, some days are bad. Some days aren't aren't as bad. You know, what will be will be, as they say. True. Water off a duck's back. Yes, that is a uh, the important uh, perspective I try to keep. But you know, rough days will happen. They do. Uh, I definitely, if after the actual episode, want to talk about uh, yeah this crazy billionaire tax break stuff and the fact that the Biden administration ha- is taking such a progressive stance on it. Oh yeah. Uh, but we'll we'll talk about that after the episode. Uh, I guess we should do our welcome. Um, I'm Phil. And I'm Kyle. And we are the Unsociablists, and we're back for another watch along. Kyle picked this one, and it, it is uh, everyone's favorite space cowboy anime. Oh yeah, it's Cowboy Bebop. I felt called out for picking too serious of uh, <laughs> too serious of content to watch, but this one, um, I, I I started watching. Obviously, I was like four when it came out in 1998. Um, so I didn't watch it when it came out, but I did watch it as a uh, teenager. You know, in my weeb phase. It's a fun show. It's beautiful. It's just absolutely 
Beautifully designed. He also the the people who made Cowboy Bebop also made Space Dandy, which you know you you got to get past some of the objectification that comes with these Any anime. Things. I mean, yeah, th- with anime. This, in the, this show has fan service. I mean, Faye. Yeah, yeah, Faye. It's just all fan service <laughs> in some ways. Um, and Space Dandy is much more fan service. But there is, if you, um, you know, if you don't mind it, and if you allow, like. Like, I don't know if we should be, I don't want to be sex negative either. So, you know, whatever. Um, Objectification, not great. But uh, the art style is absolutely beautiful. And Space Dandy, if somebody wants to watch that, I don't think we'll bring it on to a watch along. But it is at least as pretty, but another 20 years almost in the future. Well, that's, uh, I mean... I don't know how I don't know how uh, Earth is holding up at that point because in this dystopian future in Cowboy Bebop, oh, the Earth sorry. is already a. Uh, uh, it was made twenty years later. Pardon oh, me. okay, not twenty years in the future of Cowboy right, Bebop. Right, right. No, it's like even it's like in some kind of crazy, far off, not real future. Like no Earth exists. Everybody just like hops around. He's essentially a same same kind of vibe where they're uh, in in Cowboy Bebop as well as in Space Dandy. The main characters are like bounty hunters. Um, they basically go around trying to, in space, dandy. They try and capture uh, special, undiscovered alien types and bring them in for like a reward. In Cowboy Bebop, of course, it's actually a bounty hunter where they're doing, you know, they're doing cop shit. So you know, not not great, I guess. But <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's... Jet and Spike and Faye are all. And the the and character, the character that introduced is introduced. this episode, yeah. yeah, all really cool. Yes, uh, but yeah, this show does take place in a dystopian hellscape future where the media is told what to uh, tells people what to think, and it's controlled very heavily by political influences. And of course, the planet is uh, burning alive, and uh, is going to soon be inhospitable for life. And I can't imagine a future like that, quite frankly. I just don't understand how anybody could allow that to happen. You know, I mean, especially with a democratic majority, everything there's it just wouldn't happen. No, it, would, it wouldn't happen. Let's not worry about that, guys. Thankfully, Go back to we have yeah. Thank. We have brunch and we have old Papa Biden to take care of things. I guess we should dive into this. We, oh, for the record, we are going to be watching it on totally legitimate means, and uh, we acquired it through legal actions. Um, if you don't have access to a VPN, then Crunchyroll is a thing. You'll just have to remember to pause the episode whenever an ad break comes up. I think you can get a month for free with uh, of ad free if you sign up for an account. So oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, uh, but if you don't want to go to, through Crunchyroll, then. Uh, we definitely acquired it using very legally, very legalness. very, very clean and open, normal means. And this is session nine, jamming with Edward. So we'll be starting in three, two, one, play. I love this theme song. So fucking good, man. God, and the open is just so beautiful. Like, it's completely different style, obviously, than the actual show. Well, oh, I yeah, mean, the characters just, are all it, there. It's almost like a James Bond intro. It's so good. It really does have those James Bondy beginning of the movie type vibes. Just some great, like, uh, shading, use of, use of shade and color. The ship design in this is also beautiful. They do the same thing in Space Dan. Well, not the same thing. It's separate, uh, you know, different looks, but the uh, very, very cool spaceship design. 
honestly, the most of the future tech that they invent for this show has just a super awesome look. <laughs> it's almost like um, well, it's space cowboy, right? It's a, uh, I like that kind of early. What what would you call it? It's a uh, kind of like early space travel te- tech looking stuff. You know, where you still have to take off from a runway. It's interesting, and I love that look. And also, kind of the science that comes, or you know, pseudoscience that comes with it. Well, I mean, it, it feels like the not too distant future, which is good because, as we were just talking about, the f- nature of the dystopia doesn't seem that unreasonable. <laughs> Who could that be? I will say, first time watching this episode, I was pretty confused for a fair bit. Yeah. They just toss you right in. It's crop circles, but in empty dust fields. Hmm. It's Edward. Slight rock showers. <laughs> oh, that's not too bad. Hmm. I think I'll take the kids out for a picnic. <laughs> and then they get mauled by rocks. The internet does look really cool when Edward's looking at it. Yeah, I wish that it was like that. <laughs> Instead of just going onto Twitter and seeing the worst opinions possible. Just, just 90%, though. There's always hmm. a chance that it won't happen. Look at the moon. It's been blubbed. Oh, look, an episode where the first time you see Faye, she isn't in an automatically lewd pose. (laughs) What can't I tell you about them, Tom? Hmm. Don't worry, police. Police, it's just it's just a prank. The police have confirmed it. Which it makes is. you get the craziest but... pe- people possible <laughs> from the left wing view, so that uh, they look like idiots. Hmm. And now I've got them. <laughs> I mean, the government is hiding stuff from you, but, uh... They want to make sure that you don't think they're hiding stuff by showing you the people who are even crazier than they are. I'm convinced QAnon is an op in in that straight-up, uh... Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if a large... If, like, the, what started QAnon was actual CIA people. 
I'm personally offended, quite frankly. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's true now. <laughs> yeah, that was true. That was true. <laughs> and this is nineteen ninety eight. Spot on. I do love the cuts to Ed. Yeah. Edward's an interesting character. Sometimes I find her adorable and endearing, and sometimes I find her third-person mannerisms to be downright annoying. Yeah. Uh, there are episodes where I'm like, all right, Ed, whatever. Uh, but the um, there are others that I really enjoy, obviously. I, I think that all of these characters have times where you're like, okay. Yeah, well, I mean, that makes them kind of human in a way, which is yeah. pretty cool. And I mean, as someone who's a little bit autistic, it's always fun to see representations of autism in media. <laughs> or at least, I mean, it's never confirmed that she's autistic, but, you know, she definitely acts it's like some of those vibes. Yeah, definitely some uh, spectrum vibes get being written in here. Yeah. But also, she's 13, and 13-year-olds are just weird. Uh, yeah. Also, a 13-year-old left to survive on the ruins of Earth. Yeah. With an IQ of, like, 200. Nice. Peace. A cab. Show those guys who... Honestly, that's, that's just uh, good protesting right there. <laughs> that's Praxis. Edward just did Praxis. Such neat little vehicles. I love it. They have like three little ships inside their bigger ship. Einstein. He is such a coward. Also really good sound design in this. Oh, yeah. Just very well done uh, in terms of the Foley structures.
I love the uh, gossip, gossip chain. Yes. Edward's only three years old. A freak of nature who loves horrible pranks, I hear. But yeah, no, the art design for this show just that uh, shows the, the shows the layout of a, the modern Earth is a uh, really well done. But at least all, but at least people of all colors and creeds are being oppressed equally in this future. Yeah, thankfully, we finally solved racism by making everybody's life awful. Yeah. They're peeps. Yep. Yeah, disgusting. Still surviving. They they would. Them and Twinkies. They'll be the food we have of the future. Seriously, they're going to find my dead body long, like, uh, decayed, but they will find the Twinkies, uh, the Twinkies. that I ate. Yeah. Yeah. Last year. <laughs> <laughs> they're still in there digesting. I'm fat because they still can't go pass through my body. Yes. I also like these cuts. Like, they're yeah. just kind of, they're weird. Why are they doing it? I don't know. It's, but it's just like a it. way to, for an ad, because, I mean, that's where the ad would be. Right, there's an ad break, but, like, that's a cool little spot that you cut to first. Yeah, well, I, I prefer that to, yeah, just, like, from the scene into the cut. Yeah. There's your context. It's an AI that survived after a crew all was gone. So like you were saying, yeah, this show is an anthology, and uh, there is a, there is an overarching – there is definitely uh, – while each story stands alone for the most part, there is definitely an overarching plot that makes the whole thing mesh together that much better. Yeah, and it also kind of like shifts between these kind of playful episodes and episodes that are more serious or episodes that are more like crazy shit, like the one where there's that uh, creepy clown murderer dude. Yeah, or the – I mean the one, other one you showed me with the immortal dude who had been hit with radiation. Yeah. Hmm. Way to be a good artist, computer. A cab. Yeah, fuck the police. 
Yeah, like I said, that third-person stuff can get a bit exhausting. It's a bit much. <laughs> yeah, Einstein, you tell him. Yeah. United States. Yeah. Been up there for a minute. USA. Oh, come on. You can handle it, Jet, can't you? Come on. He's the kind of guy who, like, it, yeah, exactly. See, it's that too hard for you. It's exactly what it took for him to be like, I got this. Oh, no. Never mind. I respect that. If someone says, is it too hard for you, he can be like, yeah, actually, it legit is. That's, but then, of that's course, a good Spike for is like, nope, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, well. Even though Jet has the more traditional, like, harsh masculine features, Spike definitely has more of the toxic masculinity behaviors. Oh, yeah. He's a, but he's a cool dude, so it's okay. Jed is Jed is legitimately a good guy. And, I like uh, Jed a lot. Yep. One opportunity. Do everything you ever wanted. Does he capture it or just let it slip? Spoiler, he captures it because Spoiler. it's yeah. the good guys. Money. Faye loves money. And you Faye. know what? That's not an uncommon character trait. Nope. And hey, that $8 million will buy like a week's worth of food in this dystopian hellscape. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, the, the amount of money that they do and then it just is meaningless. I'm just like, oh. Yeah, the fact that they're like still just barely getting by and like their ship is still like on the brink of disrepair. <laughs>
They're they're few and far between, but the action sequences in this show are pretty great. Yeah. Hey, you should have sprang for the more expensive missiles. Yeah, come on, man. This is impossible. Yeah, I just really can't uh, praise the design of this enough. Yeah, the art direction. It as a legitimately. Uh, I mean, it's. I mean, it's got. It's. It's like in some ways it hits a lot of the same like the anime styles everyone's comfortable with, but mm-hmm. then it also like just, uh, upgrades it with a, a flair of Western media that we don't normally see in anime. That just uh, I don't know captures uh, captures a lot of. Uh, captures a lot of context in every shot. Yeah, it does. A lot of data just ran through our headset. the perfect excuse for the cops to go on a hacker hunt, huh? They love these crackdowns. Yeah, they do. They do. Some promises are made to be broken. In fact, most of them aren't. Oh, Faye, you're quite ruthless. Mm-hmm. You should have known better. Yeah, for real. <laughs> God, I love these bits too. Yeah, it's just a little sad. Welcome, bounty hunters. Shucks, howdy. Shucks, howdy. Hot. Just uh, make fill the news with uh, skimpy clothing and over-the-top thematic elements so that you don't actually pay attention to the 
dystopia that's happening around you. Though there is some controversy regarding the state of computers as life forms, legal precedent is clear. Biological logistics rejects the assertion. Roundup time, sugar. What does it all mean? I do like the music in this show so a lot. Kind of quirky, but in a very fun way. It's sometimes, and other times, it's got a very, there's very serious, great songs. But right. yeah, Cowboy Bebop, legitimately. Uh, up there Fantastic. as one of the best animes with Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, oh man, FMA is also so good. It's yeah, definitely worth watching the whole thing if you want the narrative. As you can see, a lot of the elements of that dystopian future that they wrote in 1998 aren't that far off now in 2020. No. <laughs> I guess there's not a lot of uh, recap to do on this episode, so we'll just jump right into the post-discussion. Uh, I, I, as I was saying earlier, we would like to bring up the fantastic news that a bunch of billionaires had their tax returns hacked, and it showed just how fucking massively unfair their taxes are. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, the wonderfully atrocious news that the Biden administration said, hey, no, you shouldn't be doing that. Tax returns are very private information, and people shouldn't have to release them. Right, despite the fact that they spent the last, what, like four or five years bitching about Trump's tra tax returns, which, like... Nobody likes paying taxes. It is the stupidest thing and the easiest way to fucking piss off the supposed block that they kept trying to get, which is that moderate Republican or moderate Democrat. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it, but of course, like very similar to uh, the Obama administration, the Biden administration is going to go after whistleblowers, go after leaks because they are more interested in laundering the image and reputation of capitalist production in America than actually fixing any of its biggest problems. One of which being that two of the richest men in the world in history ever, one of whom who is going to go into space. To get away from month. all the people who want to eat the rich. <laughs> right. Uh, it, he paid literally zero federal income tax and he also lives he got four thousand dollars uh from he got a four thousand dollar return because uh he apparently he needs money to take care of his daughter why would he get four thousand dollars like that's a drop in whatever 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 i mean it's like the... it could be it it, yeah it's it, it, honestly at that point it's just it's, it means nothing but it's an insult to injury thing you know right uh, it, plus i think does he live in uh washington state like B gates does because if he Paid zero federal income tax, and he lives in Washington State, which has no state income tax, or at least one that's very fi fixed very low, uh, then he didn't pay shit. He didn't pay anything. I wouldn't be surprised if he paid absolutely zero, yeah. These guys never pay any of the regressive taxes that are forced on you or I. Uh, there's no sales tax attached to yachts over a certain amount of money. Andrew Cuomo tried to push through a tax 
cut for that specific purpose. Like that's in a blue state, in a very deep blue state they're trying to give them. Essentially, if you buy anything over half a million dollars, you don't have to pay sales tax, which is insane. While I want to go get a fucking pack of gum and I'm paying 7%. Yeah, at the end of the day, though, I mean, if uh, the reality of the situation is the different, the main difference between the Democrats and the Republicans is whether you can say bad words. If the Democrats still very much are pro billionaire and yeah. pro the wealthy elite. Yeah, and uh, anyone who tries to claim otherwise is being downright. Uh, I, I mean, that, and it, it happens a lot because it's just like with the just like you were mentioning earlier with the uh, Obama administration, the O Biden administration, as I've taken to call it, because they're <laughs> almost identical. Like it was a, the whole transition of oh, and it's fixed now, and everything's wonderful, even yep. though things are sh- still getting shittier. It's been it's been remarkable to see uh, people just lean over and say, well, now I don't mind uh, that all these bad things are happening because the Democrats doing it. Right. At least he doesn't say the mean words. Exactly. They're the they're the party of intersectional Reaganism. No, my father has flat out said, like, I, I'm so glad that I don't need to pay attention to the news anymore. And I'm like, you should you shouldn't you should always be paying attention to the events of the world. <laughs> yeah. These people who have been shitting their pants when I just like, yeah, I'm not going to listen to the Russiagate thing anymore because it's obviously bullshit uh yeah the second that they get their guy and they just shut off like always it's always been about going back to brunch about going back to a a, an existence where they can feel like the good guys feel like they're the winners without actually having to make any changes for anyone ever yeah, and of course now the Fox News people are just making back to making shit up that doesn't actually help any cause, just because they like to be outraged that there's a Democrat. So they're like, oh, Biden wants to turn your kid transgender. Yeah, it's, it's, it's 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 uh, creating it creates a pointless uh, set of narrative spins so that literally nothing can ever get accomplished on either side, except for more tax breaks for the wealthy and more power for the authoritarian controlling forces like the police. Right. These these uh, I mean like Fox News provides a very special and important function to Democrats. Uh, you know, uh, when Joy Ann Reed had somebody go into the past and uh, hack her at 2012 Twitter account to make her say some really horrifically homophobic things, obviously they were Russian hackers in 2012 that went back in time. Uh, she was oh, yeah, protected it's... by her friend Sean Hannity. Sean Hannity stuck up for an MSNBC host. These, This is an ecosystem that exists to support itself, right? It's a world that is is made up of liars and bigots and billionaires and millionaires who get to launder each other's image. All the news is is a limited hangout. It's just limited hangout after limited hangout. It's allowing something to meet up in you know if it goes up on fox news you know who's going to listen and who's going to reject and if it goes up on msnbc you know who's going to listen and who's going to reject so you can create narratives that distract from the actual existing reality it, i mean I'm, I'm, i guess i'm using exactly what parenti said in inventing reality mm-hmm. i mean the media is a parasite on our uh, society it's meant to eat away at uh, any capacity we have for actually communicating about the valid concerns facing the American people. And uh, it is funny because, you know, I say parasite, and uh, that's the big Ayn Randian uh, term about the lower classes who are, you know, destitute and starving. It's it's just, it's amazing how uh, how brainwashed people can be, especially ANCAPs, who are a special brand of stupid. God, they are the worst. 
but yeah, and, and I have seen a lot of ANCAP uh, stuff on Reddit specifically about like, well, these billionaires still deserve their privacy. No, of course they don't. You don't get to be rich and get away. Like the one thing that I, I find so incredibly annoying, if you get to be that rich, if you get to be famous, the one thing that you have definitely sacrificed is your privacy. And I'm sorry, but like you own the world. If you're Musk, you get to make money by selling carbon credits, essentially creating a bigger problem for climate change with your electronic uh, or your electric car company that doesn't work. If you're Bezos, you run literally everything. The entirety of American uh, logistics is basically going down to Amazon and Amazon Web Services, and Warren Buffett is a fucking landlord. So oh, like, he's one of the good billionaires. How dare you, Kyle? Yeah. So fuck him. <laughs> good uh, billionaires is just. <laughs> Oh, but I mean, but even so, okay, even the evil billionaires. What I love is just this take that a lot of people have that, like, well, they may be doing bad things, but we're good people, so we can't do bad things back to them because that would be a bad thing. And it's like they, they, so they just get to keep getting away with their evil because we can't retaliate or we're being evil. Yeah. Meanwhile, the people that they support are putting truant mothers and you know low-level drug offenders in jail for years and years and years, like. The, the, it, they're so personality focused. They don't recognize the systematic destruction of of the people in in the systems that they are supporting by focusing more on these individuals, these Warren Buffetts and Michael Bloomberg's. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's really it's... upsetting to see so many people so cucked. Uh, yeah, the uh, whether you're a billionaire defender or just someone who's like, well, I don't like him, but you know, we can't go murdering. Heaven forbid we, heaven forbid we kill someone who's killed billions with their, um, not billions, an exaggeration, millions with millions. their actions. Certainly millions. You could say like, I mean, Elon Musk. Uh, even if you don't think that he actually had a, a hand in the coup in Bolivia, like thousands, hundreds, and thousands of people died following the. Uh, the Janine Anya's coup, and that was largely to benefit companies like Tesla who wanted lithium mining to be opened up and cheaper for Yeah, them. but I mean, I'm more willing to talk about the abstract of the people they kill by, you know, causing starvation. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, houseless, you know, yeah. lack of shelter. How many millions of people die every day because Berkshire Hathaway have, you know, an insane portfolio of buildings that they are charging asinine amounts of money for and other people go homeless. How many people die because they can't afford an apartment so they sleep outside of the Amazon facility that they work at? How many people were put in jail by Michael Bloomberg? How many people are dying because of, well, they're fucking... Tesla drives straight under a fucking semi and you get to beheaded. Yeah, it's it's important that uh, these people have, you know, dozens and dozens of condos while another person is dying on the streets. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> I'm looking at this yeah. right now and it's like Warren Buffett paid out of his wealth growth of four years. He paid – so a wealth growth of $24.3 billion dollars. Paid twenty three million dollars, which like yeah, to which, me twenty three million dollars. Oh one of the good billionaires, clearly. One of the clearly, he's yeah. one of the good guys. Right. <laughs> he only stole twenty three. See, he only stole twenty three point eight billion from the pe- American people, not twenty four billion. He paid two two million twenty million back. 
And then fucking uh, same thing with Bezos. In the same amount of time, he makes $100 billion, and he uh, pays, pays nothing. 0.98% of that. So essentially nothing it's uh you know it's disgusting how billionaires and it and again the democrats laying out their hand that like well no clearly we're in these guys corner not in your corner mm-hmm. and if you ever believed that we were going to do anything good for you then you're the chumps <laughs> yeah it's like we in this i mentioned it before it's like this post recovery world that we live in if you want to call it that has only becoming significantly more stratified and more focused towards and this is a biden and obama continuum i mean it followed bush which did the same thing that obama and biden look how horrible this cowboy is he murdered people in the middle east we're gonna fix it and now we don't need to talk about it anymore now we don't talk about it in 10 years you're going to watch him paint things and be like oh what a nice guy uh yeah no i i can't wait until 2035 when we're rehabilitating trump Oh, dude, we're probably already going to – if he doesn't die, like, like the only thing that they – they're going to keep it as long as I think Biden is alive or whatever, you know, as the guy who he, you know, beat mm-hmm. because that's what they need to – I don't know. Cause I mean Obama – Obama, well, no, Obama didn't beat Bush. That's fair because Bush just had his eight years. Right. Bush just was elected twice, and, and they rehab- they gave McCain – a complete warmonger, a horrible person, like a hagiography. So, you know, it doesn't matter. All of this is, again, just another effort of mainstream and premier media essentially creating a narrative that protects the people in the Obama, O'Biden, the Obama, the Biden, the Trump, the Bush. The same administration. Every, this continuum that's been, I mean, you could say we haven't changed any significant policy. There have been no significant policy changes since 1980, right? We're still living in Reaganism. Yeah, if you know, if you uh, if you regard the lower class, which is more than 80 percent of American the American populace, as uh, the people we should be looking at, then yeah, nothing has changed for them in ages. Yeah, the only thing that's happened is we've had more police. But like I did say during the episode, yeah, we we do have uh, – we are getting closer and closer to less racism and less sexism so that we can start oppressing everyone equally, which is just – just wouldn't that, won't that be splendid when a black man and a white woman can bo- and a transgender man can all be shot equally? Yeah, thankfully we'll, we're looking down the barrel of a world where everyone will hate life. Yeah, splendid. It's already. I mean, it's it's getting shittier for us straight white guys, but we still have a we still have it better by. A, I mean, irrefutably better, but it's you know it's still miserable. Right. And uh, when the when the best of the lower class has it miserable, I don't know. I have to think an uprising is coming soon because for a long time, at least the straight white men had it good enough that uh, they didn't have anything to complain about, and that's that is starting to go away. And as so as we get closer and closer to equality, hopefully, we'll actually rise up. Yeah, maybe. I'm thinking I, I'm getting more and more convinced that like there is no sense of class consciousness, especially I think in the older generations and in uh, like the the white professionals, they're never going to recognize what they want or what would make everybody's life better because they'd rather, you know, get their bag, trade Bitcoin, get in on an IRA that's essentially pumping money into Raytheon and shit so that they can have a reasonably comfortable as compared to the lower 
lower stratum of our working classes, the racialized groups in our in our country. I, I I'm just I don't know. I think we the the climate clock the climate clock is coming. It's counting down. Yeah, we're not going to beat the climate faster. clock, but that's okay. I don't think we're going to do it. I mean, my theory with that is Mother Earth will Mother Earth will recover. We might not if humanity survives will, as an, another ice age. I mean, I don't it, think it, that we get to an ice age. I don't think I. I think that honestly. Uh, so what I. All right. So putting on my my probably totally wrong prediction hat, you know, we get to a point where in 10 years we're we're well less than 10 years now. We're we're past the point of no return. The world is getting hotter. Water is becoming less potable. We can't uh I mean fucking what's her dick? Kamala told people uh to not come here. And those are the people that are going to be most affected by the people around the equator are going to be most affected by climate change. And when there are these massive migration crises, when there are going to be horrible deaths by heat waves, by hurricanes, by a a number of weather events that are going to just completely decimate populations, especially around the equator. Tensions are going Oh, maybe a mole people situation, but I Well tensions are going to get higher, I think, and we have multiple nuclear armed states. And as things as the uh world kind of collapses on itself, or at least the power structures of the world collapse, I think that it's more and more likely that one of those things is gonna go off. And if one of those goes off, another goes off. And if you you know you, you don't need too many to start a nuclear winter, which will erase the possibility of life on this planet. I mean, I I don't think that I don't know. We, I think that I the world that doesn't the recover has... from a nuclear a nuclear holocaust. There is no, you know, after a nuclear ice age, after a nuclear winter, there is no recovery. Everything's gone. There's no ten thousand, twenty thousand, two million years in the future where where life starts to come back. I you mean you might Not be by right. some crazy idea. No, you might be right. I think that the planet has some resiliencies and that there'll be like some ancient buried under miles of ground plant life that will be able to eventually survive and thrive in you know the again the millions of years phase. Humanity I don't think will make it along the ride, but I think the planet can bounce back eventually. That's my guess. Then again, how can we possibly know? We'll both be dead before it matters. Yeah, I'll be very, very dead. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> I feel, uh, honestly, okay, so I feel awful for Gen Z, but I have seen, and just like you were talking about, I have seen a lot of millennials who are like these Gen Z, uh, these lazy Gen Z people. And like, Who's like that? That's insane. Is, how can you, did you not learn your lesson from when we criticized the boomers? Were you how not here helped? like 10 years ago? <laughs> uh, I got an older millennial woman tell me that I was, a uh, that my generation, I was like, we're the same. I'm just saying, but yeah. like, she's like, your generation's so wrong and stupid and and backwards and lazy. And I'm like, we're the same. And I don't understand what the fuck you're talking about. You work at a goddamn charter school where you just for the last year have looked at a computer screen and said, oh, bad, don't put that, put that thing down. That no toys and all you do, you can't do anything. You just sit there on your computer, just like me, except that you babysit kids and play on facebook and i'm not saying that that's like everyone thinks teachers, that they obviously but like jesus christ everyone thinks that they it's what they do is more important than what anyone else does and it's a sad well, reality i, don't. I certainly don't well, what i do we have the common sense to know that that's completely nonsense i mean i 
stock shelves at a grocery store, which is a job that robots are doing in a lot of stores now. So, you yeah, know, but your job I'm becoming increasingly like, irrelevant. There is a meaning to it. <laughs> Getting <laughs> I mean, something I, I, to somebody I mean, matters. I, I, still think, I still think that I'm at least doing something, but yeah. I try not to. I'm not going to get a big, a big head about it because, like I said, there are already robots who can do my job, and there will be more of them as time progresses. Me, I just edit content that like five people watch. Boring, well, shitty content. It's very important to have a cooking show that because we don't have enough cooking shows. We don't have enough cooking shows. We definitely don't have enough uh, things for people to spend their Bitcoin on. And you're and and especially ones hosted by specifically your boss. Ugh. Because your boss is an important guy, and his face needs to be out there. He's so important. God, I was editing right before this. I was doing another cut just because I hate myself. And I was trying to, I, you know, the, the, about – there's like ebbs and flows whenever I'm editing to my desire to continue doing this at all and believing that it's all – I mean, I know it's all pointless, but it's like for me – God damn it. I hate that there are bugs in this house right now. Get out of my coffee. Yeah, uh, sorry, it's summer. Yeah, I hate it. I need to go get some some shit to kill them. Yeah, it's like I'm I'm working on this shit, and I know that it's absolutely the most meaningless shit in the world. I was listening through my uh, the the shit that I shot, and I have him on camera saying like, "Oh, there's something horribly wrong with that sentence." When I was talking about how my cat freaked out when I was vacuuming. And I was trying to move him so that he could be in a more comfortable place. And he scratched me when I moved him, which was my fault because I shouldn't have picked him up. But he was like, there's something horribly wrong with that sentence as a man. And it's like, as a man, I shouldn't be vacuuming and I shouldn't have a cat. And he just went on to talk about how his fucking wife does all the chores. He doesn't do them. And I'm like, this is that's progressive this is the person there, that Kyle. I'm working you work with. at a you work at a cool hip company for cool hip people this is a guy who like super hated Trump obviously he's just you know a typical Chester County fucking conservative Democrat type of prick I just Which all of them becoming, are that way and it bothers honestly, the fuck out of me the conservative Democrat is the target market for Democrats, and they, of course, the Reaganites. And, and, and the sad thing is, the only the, uh, the only reason that any Democrat ever wins is because the, the large chunks of the left have been convinced of this harm reduction shit. Hell, I I was for a bit. I was like, I better vote for Biden, and uh, I didn't. But I really thought about it. Yeah, I'm not voting for Biden. I didn't vote at all because, like, what's the point? I mean, ugh. why should I fucking vote? Why should I fucking vote? I, if I want to vote— I'm glad I didn't at the end of the day because that, like, now that we've seen all the harm reduction that's totally happened, I feel at least a little vindicated in the fact that the world is ending around me. Right. The, 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 the difference between Joe Biden and Trump is so—there is none. I'll just say it outright. There's none. There is none. People who still get caught up about fucking differences between Democrats and Republicans are obviously stuck on a very aesthetic level. They're not reckon reckoning with the fact that we are still killing people in Syria and Iraq and Afghanistan and Somalia and Af all over Africa in the Philippines. We're, we're sending fucking black ops fucking JSOC people out to murder people in Tajikistan. You'll never hear about the conflicts that Joe Biden – President Obama, President Bush, President Trump were sending out to murder just innocent people and continue a capitalist regime of extraction on the most vulnerable people in the world, which are not even as we have a horrible fucking life here in America as a poor person 
uh, you're you're still not the most vulnerable people because America's spent the last hundred plus years and then you know following up on the previous capitalist regimes like the British Empire, the fucking Dutch, the Spanish, all of these colonial and capitalist regimes that have made it a priority to precaritize and de-industrialize, de-underdevelop purposefully as a verb, underdevelop the rest of the world so that they can take advantage of it. And that's not changed under Biden. Actually, what I, what I was going to say is it, in a way, it is harm reduction, but not for us, because what it comes down to is now the big difference between Trump and Biden is now no one's paying attention to politics anymore. Yeah. That the uh, atrocious people doing their atrocious things can do them with that much more impunity because no one's talking about it. Right. It's harm reduction for fucking the Jeff Sessions of the world who don't have to be targeted. It's harm reduction for Trump, too, because he doesn't have to fucking wake up early anymore. Yep. He can uh, he can just have a nice relaxing retirement. He got – honestly, Trump got everything he wanted out of his presidency. He got a cult uh, on one hand, and he got lots of media attention on the other hand. And now he gets to be uh, – he gets to ignore the people who hate him like he always has done for his entire life. And he gets to continue to feel vindicated. Yeah. Uh, it's – and Biden's getting everything he wants. He gets to be the elder states. The guy who fixed who, it. Yeah, the guy who fixed it, the guy who's never challenged on anything, the guy who gets to be the old grandpa who, you know, makes everybody feel better. And, you know, nobody ever questions the fact that he put so many black people in jail, called for the establishment of Israel if we didn't already have it, specifically to maintain our presence in the region as a murdering psychopathic fucking empire that's what we do it's what we do we we keep voting for harm reduction which is actually harm continuation yeah it's uh i mean it really comes down to the question of will we kill capitalism in time to save humanity my guess is no but no. it's okay. I mean, Sisyphus will keep pushing his rock. I still say, regardless of what happens on Earth, even if the nuclear winter, Earth can't possibly recover, becomes a dead husk of a rock. There's a big, big universe out there. Something out there way smarter than us is going to keep driving. Like Zorzon and Oglob, they're doing just fine. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. Because of the inf infinitude of the universe, I have to believe there's something out there. And whenever scientists say, well, we haven't found it yet, it's like, yeah, well, we've searched like 0.0000001% of the universe. Mm-hmm. I do think that people get uh, infinite possibility does not mean infinite actuality. Yeah, no, it does not mean all possibilities. I get that. Right. There's, but I just think I, I'm going statistics at this point. It just, it's, it's not a guarantee, but it seems likely that in infinity there's something that we are not the only sentient species. What if we are though? As like a thought experiment, what if we are, and this is our our doom? What well, if this then, is what uh, it is? The, I mean, the sad reality then is that it turns out the Christians or the Muslims or one of the other mainstream religions was correct. That well, they are apocalypse. I, I, I do respect the having a religion. I just don't have one myself. But I, I, I don't think that it makes them right to say that, yes, we are the only individual thing. That's just a neurosis that we're trying to come out of. Well, right in the sense that, right in the sense of there is – if I, I can't imagine we are the only thing in the universe and there is not some higher sentience out there that made it so. No, I think that it's absolutely possible that we are – imagine it as a thought experiment. That we are the one special time that All the factors for whatever keep... reason – uh, a, a cell decided to split in a certain way, that the mitochondria cre was created. What if that's what it is? We're just exceptionally lucky, 
And what we've done with this exceptional luck is create a world where we have weapons that can demolish all life, all of this very special life. Even without a higher power, that kind of shit is – it's something that we we never reckon with. We never care about. We still continue to create things that will destroy not only humanity but all of the – I mean we're killing life all over this world every day. And what do we do? We, we create neuroses that justify it, that the rapture is coming, that we will be okay any, in the end, that you know we're going to survive or that Earth will – continue on infinitum but i don't think that it's possible i i think that it's absolutely still an uh, just as infinite possibilities of life exist the possibility is still infinite that we are the only one it's i mean yeah and out of a, out of a one in infinity chance let's run your thought experiment i still don't think it i think it unlikely but if that is the case as a fundamentalist nihilist i would say uh my perspective is the universe is a in its grandeur is a beautiful place, and even if there is no sentience left to observe that beauty, it doesn't diminish the beauty of it. So I could, re I'm really not that bothered one way or another. I think the thing that I'm mostly concerned with is that if we are truly the center of the universe in this sense, that we have completely tossed away every sense that we are special and that we have some responsibility to that to keep this planet alive. And it's not because of, you know, it's not because of human nature, which I don't believe exists. I think that it is, it's a matter of systems and a system that we've created that absolutely encourages greed and the most horrific exploitation of resources and human beings. Like it, it, if there is a hell, then we are going to it and we are creating one on earth. Well, if you believe in a hell, then that further reinforces the whole idea of it was a divine providence that we were the only sentient species. But uh, I am disinclined towards all of that. I think that non-existence can non-existence could very well just be a thing where we, everything stops. And I know it's hard to imagine because as someone who exists, it's really hard to picture what non-existence is. But I don't know. I think that we – I mean I, I didn't exist before. I won't exist again. Mm -hmm. And uh, that can be true yeah. of anything, so – I don't know. I, I agree with you that it's not a human nature thing. It's because the, a few people who want, who have excessive amounts of greed have pitted our very f uh, fundamental nature of wanting to exist on the basis of greed and hatred of others. And it's uh, it's sad that there's just a few humans out there who are who would be happy to sacrifice the entire human race so that when they die, they have the biggest number in their bank account. Right. Or people who are like, hmm, maybe there is life out there. Maybe I can make it to Mars. Like fucking – Man, if that Blue Origin, I mean, like, we could, there's one good, there's one good result from Bezos taking that flight. Yeah. Only one good result. And I am really, really crossing my fingers Redacted. for it. <laughs> there's only one good one, you know, that he, you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that honestly, I would, I would love to have faith in the astronauts that they'll get out into space and then be like, oh, there was a space accident where a space airlock opened up while he was next to it without a suit on crazy we don't know what happened no clue uh but the sad reality is they've probably been offered massive amounts of money for normal people and nothing out of bezos's pocket to make sure he survives yeah i just the idea that we're doing these kinds of things first rather than yeah, fixing you, the planet right you know sending bezos into space on a rocket shaped like a dick that's using 
tons and tons and tons of fossil fuels is exactly what we need to do when we have eight years of climate left. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's a bit uh, doomer. I'm sorry. No, I mean, this. Uh, it's it's uh, any. I mean, the whole the episode we just watched is a bit of a doomer uh, reality. They go silly with it because what else can you do with that? I mean, I have the same philosophy. I'm a big fan of, well, the world's going to end either way. I may as well be laughing. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, it's uh, it's messed up, and uh, there's very little we can do. But I mean, we can keep trying to be better people, and we can keep trying to tell those around us to pay more attention to watch the evils around us. But hey, at least Biden saved us all from COVID, yeah, and so the God. world is better. We we can just focus on that. We can all yep. go back outside now, and it's all fine. Yep. We back outside, outside to our burning ecology, and uh, you know, our less breathable oxygen every day. Hey. I don't need to wear a mask when the next hurricane hits and kills me. So yeah, all things are better. Speaking of which, with the uh, COVID totally being fixed now and the world opening back up, our next episode will be a, a kind of a follow up to our very first episode. A uh, happy COVID is over special. And for the record, it very much isn't. And you should still be careful, even if you're vaccinated. Right. You can. There's still a small chance to transmit it. So you know, just be yeah. a decent person. We'll talk more about it in the in the next episode. But yeah, just to, you know, it's not like all. Not all the same rules are going to exist, but like being smart and being caring about people is really going to be the most important part about it. And either way, there were lessons to be learned from the time we had to quarantine. Even if it is, even if it does become completely safe, you can still take some of those lessons. Absolutely. But yeah, uh, in the meantime, thanks you all for listening, and we'll once again wish you love and solidarity. Love and solidarity. Roundup time, sugar. What does it all mean? One of the consequences that I know, I don't know, I shouldn't say this, unfair, unfair. Let's get this straight. How would it be if the United States were viewed by the rest of the world as interfering with the elections directly of other countries? As interfering with the elections directly of other countries? And everybody knew it. What would it be like? It diminishes the standing of a country that is desperately trying to make sure it maintains its standing as a major world power. It's the price they pay.